Bum. Bum. Ghosts don't exist. At least, that's what I believed before I was guided to the body of Limless Lena by the Poiss family. I came to New Railtown with nothing but a gaming laptop, a microphone, a ghost radar, and a crippling debt owed to some sharks in New Haventon. This is where my life changed. This is where I discovered the truth behind the town's most gruesome mystery. The tale of Limless Lena. My name is Simba Spectre, and this is a special double-length episode of The Ghost Police. Before we begin, I'd just like to say that we've received a lot of great fan mail from all our supporters around the world. We've received letters from Korea, China, and Taiwan, a bunch of places that don't actually speak English. That's so wonderful. We're so grateful for your support, so keep them coming in. I'm going to read out a letter from a fan in China. Forgive me if I botch the pronunciation. And uh, we have another one from Korea too. Ishoga Jinja Yulyongi Hanado Opsogo Tangshin Temune Poisu Buini Doraga Sio Siotanun Gyosul Hwaxin Abnida Nega Yogiso Ne Shiganul Nangbi Hago Itago Midul Su Obso I don't know what they say, but we're so, so thankful they took the time to write in. After attending the hanging of the Poise family, I went back to Spirits, throwing away my half-eaten bucket of popcorn in the trash at the front of the bar. I had a drink and refreshed myself on where my investigation had led. I disturbed a restless spirit, and now it was hunting me. It had the power to threaten every single person in town into refusing to help me, and was now responsible for the deaths of four innocent people, their feet swaying blue in the town square breeze. I wish I could have done more for the Poise family. I felt a little more confident after talking to Rizal. I learned a good deal about my enemy, and at least I had a lead to go off. I downed a couple of shots and went for a walk around town, asking the locals if they knew anything about Limless Lena. Oh wow, you're dredging up old memories. Isn't that the dog story? Well, what do you want to know? Anything you can tell me. Well, well, I don't know nothing. That Lena didn't even have a valid gun license. Are you? Are you teaching your dog how to fire a gun? No, he's teaching me. Uh, I think I know. It was that police dog that got kicked and fought back, right? The attacker was a police dog? Don't think so. Just a regular one. What? Aren't you the one who was sneaking into the jail with Mrs. Poist the other night? Eventually, I ran into Mr. Goatman as he was about to enter spirits. I knew he'd been silenced, but maybe there were certain aspects that I could pull out of him. Mr. Goatman, uh, I'm not asking about a ghost today. Could you maybe just answer a few questions about a news story that happened a few years ago? About a woman named Limless Lena. Oh yeah, I know about that. That's definitely not about a ghost. 
that's a news story that isn't supernatural in any way. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, what do you know about it? I know she was attacked by a dog and somehow got her legs off, but... No, that's wrong. Lena was the attacker. She kicked that dog in the first place. That's why the dog jumped on her. Wait, so if Lena was the attacker, maybe she's still out here looking for revenge on the dog that she kicked? Maybe she's still haunting the town in order to find him. Ha, huh, yes, well, that's unlikely since the dog she kicked was put down. Folks didn't want a police dog that could be so... violent. You're referring to how we ate Lena's legs? Yes, that shit was gross. If you want to know more, I suggest going to the scene of the crime. It's by the old police station, before they moved it to the forest side of town. You could also go to the old mansion in the middle of the woods. That's where the owner of the dog lives. No, wait. I thought the dog was a police dog. He was. His handler lives at the mansion. That, that's that gotta be why the ghost is haunting it. For the time being, I decided to stay away from the mansion. At least until I knew more about the ghost. But the scene where limbless Lena had literally lost her life limblessly was a lead too enticing not to follow. I arrived at the old police station, which was, coincidentally, nearby the stands where the Poys family was still hanging. There were no clues there, obviously, but the railway where Lena had been ripped apart was there, red and worn. Where could Lena's body have gone? I picked up a train schedule. Apparently the trains to New Haventon came once every half hour, the next one being due in 15 minutes. Not one for missing an opportunity. I devised an experiment that would help me locate where the body could have gone to. I ran up to the hanging family and cut down Mrs. Poyce's body. She wouldn't need it anymore, of course. I lay her body down on the tracks, just as the train appeared around the bend. I waited. As expected, parts of Mrs. Poyce's body went flying in all sorts of directions. But the train carried a majority of the body away with it like a bitch carrying her puppy home. I followed the train as far as I could, before it eventually got too fast for me to catch up with. No sign of Mrs. Poise's body being flung off. Perhaps it would be carried all the way to New Haventon. I went back to the police station and grabbed Mr. Poise's body, along with those of the two criminal children. Following the same principles, I lay Mr. Poise's body down where I lost track of Mrs. Poise's, and waited for the next train to take it away. I lost track of Mr. Poise's body as well, so I did the same for the larger child, and then again for the smaller child. Just as the train carrying the youngest child was about to disappear from view, I noticed a small object being thrown off the front as it turned a sharp corner. I headed over to where the body had been thrown off, and came to a small cliff with a creek flowing underneath it. About 300 feet down the creek, I saw the body of the youngest child being carried by the current. Bingo! Not thinking twice, I hopped into the water, and waded through the presumably infected creek for what seemed like half an hour. The current led me to a small cove, where the force of the water was depositing debris including the bodies that the train had irresponsibly thrown into the creek. I headed inside and was immediately assaulted by the scent of rotting flesh.
Digging through the debris, I finally found what I'd been looking for. A skeleton. Except, this skeleton wasn't a human's. It was a dog's. And around the limbless skeleton's neck was a collar. A collar that said, Lena. Bum. Bum. Okay, now for this bit again. Um, Ghost Police is written directed by Elliot Lampertang, blah, blah, blah. Voices done by Elliot Lampertang and Soyoung Cho, the best person. Um, you can email us at theghostpolice2019 at gmail.com. But, like, I don't know if I check that email that often. I, I put on push notifications, but, um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't check it. I just normally dismiss it anyway. I don't check email. I don't have time to read. Anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm going to be in Japan for the next two weeks, but um, I will upload from there if I've got the time. All right, bye.